0: Not any spookier than the last week's, I guess. It Might be a little spookier. Yeah, I guess we don't have Sally here to talk about no. chainsaw massacres and whatnot, yeah, yeah. so it will probably yeah. be
1: less spooky. I yeah. think this you know. is just going to be the Peanuts uh, Great Pumpkin. We can talk a spooky. lot about the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> sure. You know, I played Linus, and you're a good man,
0: Charlie Brown. Gosh, everybody who knows you knows that. Well, I'm just saying. You're our say podcast it all listeners. The time.
1: I don't think I've talked about that in really? years. Really? Yeah.
0: Huh. I didn't get
1: to do anything about the Great Pumpkin, though. Okay. That's not in the play. <laughs> sure. So, all right.
0: This is episode sixty-three of all the books show, yeah. the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library, and I'm Eric Miggles, and I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah, that's all. Okay. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy See you Halloween. later. No, no. You we're probably recording to this after
1: Halloween, but for yeah. Eric and I, we are deep in the heart yeah. of
0: Halloween. This yeah. is Eric's
1: Christmas. So
0: yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pretty excited. Yeah. It is. This is a. Uh, some of our listeners are already in the throes of Thanksgiving planning yeah. right now as they listen to it. But yeah. maybe we can remind them of how happy they were just a few days ago. Yeah. So. so much fun. Yeah. Let's debrief Halloween, buddy. What so what have you been doing for Halloween? Let's I, see. I don't want to get into it. We watched what does that mean? I feel like I I feel like I let Halloween down this this October. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All I right. feel like I just I didn't carry it. Enough. Okay. Well, we're going to get into that, but I want to just <laughs> okay. let our
1: listeners know that beyond Eric talking about yeah, what did we watch, let's hold on. We're going to no, no, no. talk about the Man Booker Prize, which was announced since oh, yeah. we last recorded, and then we're going to do a little uh, a little uh, Halloween book club here, yeah. where we're going to talk about some of the Halloween books yeah. we read together yeah. over the the. Uh, month i guess yeah the whole month so anyway you feel like you failed halloween yeah it's all right here's what i think Uh okay you've been listening to your halloween mix Uh uh-huh we've watched how many group movies we watched the frighteners we watched the frighteners we watched invasion Invasion. we watched murder by death we watched what lies beneath Uh uh-huh and we watched disturbia (laughs) disturbia yeah (laughs) not the rihanna music video no so.
0: And then you went Bump. to, as we oh. talked last week, you went, went to, to Andover, yeah, haunted Andover Haunted House. Andover Haunted
1: yeah. House, yeah. yeah. And then today's—you know, I mean.
0: you know what I didn't tell you? What? Um, at the end of going through that haunted house in Andover, New York, yeah. Uh, and our group uh, was asked, like, oh, how many, how many girls, how many guys do you have? And the guy, without looking behind, was like, oh, we have two guys, him mm-hmm. and his friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, yeah. Me too. Yeah. But I realized I just spent the whole time screaming at such a high pitch uh, and such a yeah. uh, constant frequency. <laughs> well, it's a, a comedy. He just assumed. That's, yeah, that's fine. Like, right? There sure are a lot of women in this that's group. That's fine.
1: Ah! What, do you got any plans for Halloween night? Probably just give out candy to some kids I don't know. Okay. so We got a little neighborhood uh, trick-or-treat thing with yeah. Donuts and Cider that I'm doing tonight. And then... We're gonna take my son trick or treating for the yeah. first time. He's very excited. That's great. I've been reading him like Halloween books in the last uh-huh. month or so. Yeah, and so he gets it. Yeah, he wants people to give him candy.
0: Yeah, he's very excited about it. Yeah, he's gonna get scared. Yeah, Are you, you ready for that? Well, I mean, he'll probably like walk, be walking down the street with you, and like somebody in a scary costume will oh, walk yeah. by, and it'll scare him.
1: Well, you know, we were in um, we were in one of those big Halloween stores, the one in the Olean Mall, mm-hmm. and they had all their stuff on display, and there was a like a robot monster skeleton that was like, blah. And he just kept hearing the noise. And he was like, what's happening? <laughs> so yeah. we went into the next store, the bookstore. And they had a dinosaur where you press the button. It made a similar noise. And I was like, oh, look, we found it. It was this dinosaur. Yeah. So he did not have nightmares about the mysterious Halloween yeah, Just towns, dinosaurs chasing him. Just dinosaur nightmares. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. So I think I think it's been a good
0: Halloween. And I think yeah. you've had a good Halloween. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I just... I didn't watch any like I didn't watch Shaun of the Dead. I didn't watch Day of the it's, Dead. It's
1: Halloween today. You
0: still have time. I still have time. Yeah.
1: Where am I gonna find Buck Day of up. the Dead?
0: Fuck up, little guy. Mm.
1: Well, anyway, if you want to if you want to relive some of the glory years of Halloween past, mm-hmm. I'll quickly mention some of our previous Halloween episodes. Yeah. Starting with, I believe, episode Halloween seven. now. Yeah. Halloween now was episode seven where we talked about all our favorite Halloween books and movies. Uh-huh. Episode eight we recorded last year lonely hearts book club on the wolfen the Wolfen, a werewolfy halloween yeah. uh, lonely heart yeah. and then we did a special spotlight on stephen king episode nine stephen s king shining a spotlight on stephen king and then of course last week episode 62 mm-hmm. with our friend sally murphy yeah uh halloween now this year we so, get to talk about the new stephen king yeah dean coons no the modern day yes. stephen king some, I saw a review, of uh-huh. a Dean Koontz thing, and the person was like, "Dean Koontz is like Stephen King for adults." Ooh. And I, like, I I became pure energy. <laughs> I went into the computer, came out of that person's keyboard and just punched him right in the stomach. Like not real hard Just yeah. enough to know That I'm serious yeah. at the,
0: I mean to be fair You were part energy At the time So yeah. you couldn't create Enough right. physical force right. anyway. So it was just
1: It was more just They were like Whoa what was that <laughs> yeah. And then I uh, Obviously I wiped Their hard drive <laughs> Sure <laughs> Deleted their Goodreads account yeah. <laughs> They're like no anyway, So how's that For an adult Yeah anyway, <laughs> yeah, Nothing like deleting Somebody's Goodreads To prove times. you're an adult <laughs> Uh, well, I've been doing some Halloween reading. So as we move into our bookmark segment, yeah. let me tell you about. Some Man, idea. you
0: you railroad this thing now. You're like bookmark, oh. book news. No, I'm kidding. Boy, I'm it's so, good. So I, would, I would. We'd be talking about like ducks in a pond right now if I had any. Oh, that <laughs> sounds say fun. It. No, we shouldn't be talking about ducks in a pond. You know, what we should be talking about though ducks. No, in river? I think we should let the people
1: know that uh, you've got sort of a new job. Coming I up, I don't think we've talked about it too much. Yeah. Eric, who
0: has been our, our now an airline pilot, t- yeah, he's an airline pilot,
1: <laughs> he's been just our teen librarian, yeah, and now he's moving away from tech stuff, yeah. taking on more responsibility in the young adult section, yeah, and he's also going to be doing junior books, he's going to be doing programming for mm-hmm. that, that middle tween age as well, the tweens. So expanding that role. So, I'm, I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah, seem a little nervous, yeah, but no, I'm what? Don't tell them I'm nervous. Oh, sorry, listeners, no. guess what? I'm not nervous, he's not nervous I'm
0: cool at all. as a cucumber.
1: Our current children's librarian. Mm-hmm. Keturah Capadonia is moving into another new role where she's going to be curating our special collections. Uh-huh. She's going to be working on grant writing. She's uh-huh. going to be working on reporting. Uh-huh. We're all excited. I mean, yeah. we're moving in this really exciting direction where yeah. we're all sort of tweaking what we're yeah. doing. It's really fun. Yeah. So we are hiring a new children's librarian. So if you want to come yes. work with yeah. me and Eric, uh, you can send your resumes right to me, gunningn, at stls.org. Hi. Uh, all the information's on our website, davidahowlibrary.org. Yeah. So
0: Come see how the cows get so anyway, slaughtered.
1: Congratulations, Eric. Congratulations, Keturah. Congratulations, Nick. Excited about uh, moving forward. So anyway, let's nah. talk bookmark. Why don't you go first? What <laughs> have you been reading?
0: Ooh, I don't have my Goodreads open. I'll go first. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll tell you first what I finished. I, I finished that short story Grisham put out, uh, Witness to a Trial. It's supposed to sort of go along with The Whistler. His latest book just came out. Ah. It's, uh, it's I, don't, I haven't, I'm not really sure how it connects. It follows the one little, trial from start to finish um and it was good but it didn't have like out of context it was just sort of like yeah and then what so i'm hoping that when i read the whistler i'll be like oh i'm glad i read that thing Mm -hmm. but you know it was fine it was quick whistler
0: whistler is also the name of uh blade's friend played by chris christopherson yeah Hmm. mentor
1: yeah (laughs) uh i finished kalahari typing school for men which i was reading last week and mccall smith
0: uh, all right part of the number book one ladies
1: detective book four i think
0: you're all over the place with i know this.
1: pretty good i still like book six the best okay uh, company of cheerful ladies that's my favorite so far
0: company of cheerful ladies is actually uh, a song that plays in blade mm. uh two i uh, uh
1: i guess we're gonna start piling on james patterson a little early because i read alex cross number 10 now i'm Ooh. a fan of the alex cross series. Uh-huh. those are the ones that are like really truly written by james patterson mm-hmm. and and they've there's been a couple that I've been like, well, that wasn't as good. Okay. Right. This one I sort of hated. It's called London Bridges. <laughs> and what it is, is it takes um, the character from uh, Pop Goes the Weasel and Big Bad Wolf. It takes the villains from those mm-hmm. and they have like a super villain team up. Okay. It's like Alex Cross versus the Sinister Six is kind of what it's Ooh. Like. Yeah. But it just felt like cartoony and right. dumb. It felt very like fan fiction. It was like, let's take this character and this character and they team up for no reason. Yeah. It just didn't work at all.
0: Well, you can't bring Dr. Octopus into an Alex yeah, Cross story true. and not get fan fiction. You know, the
1: thing, it's interesting with Alex Cross, too, because, like, what I enjoy most mm-hmm. is not the cases. It's, like, Alex's personal life, like, his family and uh-huh. dealing with all of that. And he's a really interesting, like, complex character. Uh-huh. And the earlier books focused a lot more on, like, how he was balancing his life. There was a lot more, like, personal life. <laughs> and I feel like the last couple of books have really gotten on to, like, who's the super villain of the week kind of thing. Right. And that
0: was definitely true in
1: London Bridges. So
0: okay. I found that disappointing. Um that reminds me but Dracula was the bad guy in Blade Trinity.
1: Huh. I haven't seen any of the Blade movies. Yeah, I'm out
0: of the, I'm out of Blade movies now. Yeah. There's well, only the, the three
1: the show. I right? don't I can't remember it's how the, the, the house of the, something. Yeah, we have the pilot, I think, or like the pilot movie we have in our collection.
0: Right. And we have the anime. <laughs> yeah, we do. Boy. <laughs> so we're well represented with Blade. All right. Blade. Let me tell you. <laughs> all right, let's uh Green Maybe Horn I'm going to watch Legacy. Blade tonight
1: that'd be a good idea Blade 2 yeah
0: actually my wife hasn't seen Blade
1: start so. with Blade yeah it's pretty bloody it
0: either, uh, sorry alright no more Blade Dog Green Hornet Legacy volume Gosh. 6 the final the final end. so how many how many How many? I'm gonna say how many again but how many Green Hornets do we have now we have it's a 6 volume series 6 volumes of Green Hornet yeah. but how many Kato's Who? and you don't want to read Batman 66 meets Green Hornet sure I'll read it you're crazy alright I'll read it <laughs> Um, Who else does he meet? So anyway, this is a this is a fun series. I
1: uh-huh. I would recommend it. It's it's uh, it recalls that sort of uh, pulpy vibe that Green Hornet started, right. with. Especially the first two volumes, which were based on an abandoned Kevin Smith screenplay. Those are great, right? Uh, the rest of the series it stays fun. Volume six is super big. It's really like two volumes in one, and it All rushes right. to a resolution. So they must yeah. have got canceled in time to like. <laughs> make the last couple of pages tie up the series so it was rushed but I was glad that they did it at all so it's a good series it's only six volumes I would recommend reading it we have them all in the collection as Eric likes to mock uh, me for buying this but they have checked out Oh, yeah. Finally I read book 3 of the Nightmares trilogy by um, Jason Siegel and Christian Miller. Oh yeah. These are these are junior books, Yeah. yeah middle age. Haunted House uh, books. Really liked Nightmares. Didn't like the Sleepwalker Tonic which was the second one. Basically a zombie story didn't work as well. This one Nightmares of the Lost Lullaby, Lullaby was uh good. It was really good. It was oh, like okay. the first one. So this is a good series especially for I would say like 10 to 12 range, but there's enough there for, you know, older people too. I've enjoyed them. I didn't expect this to, like, end, but it really seemed to conclude.
0: So, okay. I wrapped up the series. There is apparently... So my last Halloween book. There is apparently an eight-issue miniseries called Mass that teams up the Shadow, Green Hornet, Kato, the Spider, and Zorro. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Buy it now. Where is it? That's great. I'm currently reading uh, The Whistler
1: by John Grisham. Yeah. Picked it up over the weekend. Couldn't couldn't wait till our copy came back. Right. So I
0: had my own copy. So I just started that. Whistler is a blade character who appeared in the nineteen nineties Spider Man animated series. He mentioned, yeah. I didn't mention this nineties animated series. No, you series. said he was just a
1: blade side character. Yeah, but now
0: I mentioned Boy. the fact that Blade was in that ninety. Do you animated want to just series. do a
1: blade spotlight? Is that what this is? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, I'm also reading Wake Up and Smell the Coffee by Ann Landers. And uh Star Wars graphic novel Droids and Ewoks. So
0: Okay, that's Do you want mean. to explain the droids and Ewoks? Uh, yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> it's a collection
1: of, of comic books based on the old TV shows from my youth.
0: Man, you uh, love those good stuff. You love those Ewok cartoons. Yeah, they're fun. The Battle Wagon of I loved them. The Caravan, Caravan of, of, Courage. of Courage
1: is not a cartoon. That's full. That's live action.
0: No, it's not. Yeah, Caravan of Courage is. What the, did I? What did you put on that one day when I was at your house? Uh,
1: the animated ones are I think the Haunted Forest and I can't remember what the other one's called. Wow. Yeah, there are two. They're just silly. There are two live action. <laughs> what? Movies. And then there's the cartoon series.
0: That's nuts.
1: Yeah. All right. You've never seen the live action movies? No. Oh, they're fun. I guess. Yeah. Except for Ewoks being one of the, my least favorite parts of the Star Wars universe. I don't understand the Ewok, hate. I've always liked Ewoks. I don't know. Katura's with me on this, so. Okay. Thanks I guess. Two, two I just don't one.
0: get it. I mean, it. Well,
1: I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> okay. To you. How about Return that?
0: of the Jedi is probably my least i mean it's the least favorite of the original trilogy for me now hmm. i guess yeah it's my most favorite i'd put yeah. them
1: in reverse order i guess yeah three two one or six five four if you will <laughs> i know you like the episode numbers that's true i do all right what is that is that a helicopter it does sound are like, you being marked
0: Yeah, it's an apache helicopter landing on the uh, <laughs> back terrace all right what have you been reading what have i been reading i don't know that's why the keep... question is what haven't i been reading I... Mm. Oh wait! Why did I close my Goodreads? Oh my gosh. All right, Now, I know what I read. I read Punisher Circle of Blood. Did I talk about that? I talked about how I was going with the to read it. Cover? That is the one with the horrible cover. Okay. It was written in 1985 okay. and 1986. It's six issues long. It's uh, it's Quality. funny. Characters like the uh, a character like the Punisher. Mm-hmm. It's funny to see like because this is I think where he got his like first like series series. Okay. Um, and that was like then pushed him along to get his own titles and everything, but. There were lots of times where he's like, You're actually not that bad. Bottom of the the food chain, so I'm not gonna waste my time with you. Punisher okay. today would knock that guy down and put two bullets in his skull. Wow. It's just look out. It's just funny because like the Punisher now, you read it, it's like he doesn't let anybody out. Everybody's in his sights. But this Punisher, not only that, but he also like on a regular basis just doesn't kill people. Punisher? Yeah. Hmm. I Probably mean, they had to deal with like the Comics Code Authority isn't that back his then. Thing? That is his thing. Okay. I mean, he still did kill people, but not not the i don't know not as directly okay it's interesting he's he's softer back then oh so nice anyway i also read death note volume four that's Hmm. a manga okay that we have the complete series in our collection it's 12 series all right 12 volumes so just checking along it's fine it's so wordy man
1: sorry it's
0: the wordiest manga i've ever read every page is just 10 panels with all word word balloons in them. It's like Brian Michael Bendis traveled to Japan, <laughs> took up a pseudonym and wrote Death Note. You hate your Bendis. Take that Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, really. Your word balloon guy. So that's it for your No, I've read Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Oh, Pet King. Cemetery. Okay. Well, Stephen we'll dig into it later. H King. Don't uh
1: don't spoil anything out. Okay. Now, also, about it for Halloween book club. Uh
0: I caught up on The Flash the, the show. TV show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, the new season. We finished last me and my wife finished last season's and cool. then we watch the four new episodes nice yeah so. we're caught up
1: too we have the first two DVDs in our collection if okay. you want to catch yes, up yes we do we also
0: have the graphic novel like spin off Year, yeah. Year
1: Zero which was very good it, yeah. was, it really felt like a TV
0: show so. we also finished season four of Arrow Ugh. but we haven't we have that too we haven't Started season five of Arrow, but all the commercials. Know. It's funny because we've been having to watch because they took it off Hulu, so we've yeah. been having to watch The Flash on the CW's website itself. Yeah, but as we're watching it, all they do is show now they show commercials, and we didn't watch that on Hulu. Uh-huh. But it's all the commercials for Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Supergirl, and sometimes even more episodes they, they of The Flash. And it's just kind of funny because it's like if you are watching The Flash yeah. on the CW website on yeah. your computer, odds are. You already know of Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and all this stuff. Yeah. Also, they keep showing commercials for Frequency. Gosh, put me to sleep already. Yeah. We watched. I love that movie. Do you? I, yeah, I always right. have. Dennis Quaid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the show,
1: we watched the pilot, and it was like, meh. We watched the second episode, and I don't remember anything about yeah. it. And after that, we were just like,
0: hmm. Yeah. No it, it looks like a nothing show. Ooh, yeah, my computer's so. ready to update. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's it for what we're reading. Yeah. I so think let's so. Talk, let's talk I'm, a little bit about what? Uh, I, I plan to start reading uh, Devil's Only Friend by okay. Dan Wells. It's part of that John Cleaver oh, I'm Not a oh, Zero yeah, cover yeah, yeah, yeah. book series. Did you watch the movie? I haven't watched the movie yet. we got to watch it. Um, I thought I was going to read it before Halloween, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. But i got to finish it because I've been putting that book off for a while. Yeah. Okay. So All right. That will put me at four Halloween books cool. at the end of this Halloween. Well, we're going to move
1: into our book news segment now. We're going to choo talk about choo. some of the things that's
0: that are that's you railroad in the conversation. Coming up, down first the road. stop, Nickville. Oh boy. <laughs>
1: uh, so we're going to talk about uh, upcoming books. We're also going to talk a little bit about what's new in the literary world. Most recently, the announcement of the Man Booker Prize. The Man so, Booker. Our congratulations going out to Paul Beatty for his work in *The Sellout*. Mm. So this is notable uh, for several reasons probably most prominently, is that he is the first American ever to win this. Oh, snap. Yeah. Paul so Bentley. congratulations, Paul. Thank you. Oh, so that's it's not a, Paul Bentley. Paul yeah. Bentley is an actor? Yeah. Paul Bettany, you're Bettany, thinking yes. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the vision. Yeah, he's the vision. Uh, so, I mean, U.S. is sort of sweeping these awards. We got Dylan taking the Nobel Prize, which yeah. I think he finally picked up the phone. Yeah, and was he's, like, he's, thanks I've, so much. I, had a, I saw a headline that yeah. said he'll try to make it. He's going to gonna try to make yeah, it. He's going to try to make it. He's <laughs> going to try. So we got an American winning Nat for the first time in 15 years or so, yeah. and then uh, Paul Beatty's winning the Man Booker. Hold on, first you, just did, American, you just so. did your Bob Dylan impression, and I'm sorry. Oh, that's I didn't, all right. I didn't really like, okay. acknowledge it. No, that's all <laughs> right. I'm, thank you for bringing us back. Stop and bye. <laughs> nope, that wasn't it. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about the satire. first. Uh, sorry, satire? Sorry, the sellout, which <laughs> is a satire. Yeah, uh, and let me just mention we have this as well as everything on the short list in our collection. Mm. So if you want to dig into the Man Booker Prize, could uh, be a Booker man. Yeah, and remember the interesting thing about the Man Booker Prize is that it's one of the awards that one of its main purposes is to increase like sales. Yeah, sales yes. and you know notoriety and everything where the others, Nobels and stuff, uh, that's that's not really one of the goal. But this they sort of set out to say, no, this needs to be seen, and they try to elevate it and get it out there, and it's actually pretty successful in doing cool. that. So, Well, we'll see when we get um, to the New York Times best Anyway, sell the sellout is a searing... This is according to the Man Booker Prize, which you can mm-hmm. follow on Twitter at Man Booker Prize. The sellout is a searing satire on race relations in contemporary America. The sellout is described by the New York Times as a metaphorical, multicultural pot almost too hot to touch. Ooh. While the Wall Street Journal called it a Swiftian satire of the highest order, like someone shouting fire in a crowded theater, Mr. Beatty has whispered, Racism. In a post racial world. Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit because it's a wacky. Uh I actually picked it up and started to read it. I just. Does that reviewer think that we've solved racism? Yeah, they do. The book is narrated by, again, this is from Man Booker Prize. The book is narrated by African-American Bon Bon, a resident of the rundown town of Dickens in Los Angeles County, which has been removed from the map to save California from embarrassment. Bon Bon is being tried in the Supreme Court for attempting to reinstitute slavery and segregation in the local high school as means of bringing about civic order. What follows is a retrospective of this whirlwind scheme populated by cartoonish characters who serve to parody racial stereotypes. The framework of institutional racism and the unjust shooting of Bon Bon's father at the hands of the police are particularly topical. So it's an odd book. It's good to know what you're getting into. No. Because like, I just sort of picked it up blind and was like, what is this? Uh, and then when I read about what so your it was, book was, it was braille. like, oh, okay, I get it. What?
0: Sorry. That's all right. Because you said blind. I see. And I said the braille thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, f- let me tell you a few of the things that the the uh, judges say. Amanda Foreman, chair of the judges, said... Who is the she? sellout She's the chair of judges for Man Booker. <laughs> the sellout is a novel for our times, a tirelessly inventive modern satire. Its humor disguises a radical seriousness. Paul Beatty slays sacred cows with abandon and takes aims at racial and political taboos with wit, verve, and a snarl. Mm-hmm. So again, this is... The Sellout by Paul Beatty, available in the collection of the David A. Howell Public Library, along with its uh, fellow books that were selected for the shortlist. So yeah. all of these are here. The shortlist includes uh, Hot Milk, His Bloody Project, uh, let's see what else, Eileen, All That Man Is, and Do Not Say We Have Nothing. So those are the ones selected for the mm-hmm. shortlist. And congratulations again to Paul. Uh, oh, I forgot it. Now
0: I'm thinking it's Bentley, Paul Beatty,
1: <laughs> and the sellout
0: to Wimbledon. No, what's it called? Wilder, Wilder bun? I don't Wilder. Know. I don't what's know. the tennis movie with Kirsten Dunst? Wimbledon. Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What I say? I don't know. Wimbledon. I don't know. That's the real thing. All right, now, we're going to
1: talk about some some books coming down the Wimble road. Wobble. Uh First of all, we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the original screenplay. Yeah, that's coming out. Of- so man.
0: Sucking it's coming every,
1: out, sucking up every penny. Yeah, the movie's coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, November, gosh, that
0: movie's coming out in a
1: couple of weeks. Yeah. November eighteenth, you can get the the screenplay. So maybe people are primed for this after reading Harry Potter it's, and the Cursed Child. But
0: according to Forbes, it is not tracking highly. Really, it's tracking about seventy five million for opening weekend, which, uh, if you count its legs and everything, isn't going to be hmm. super hot. Or at least not five movies hot. But I, some, a lot of times things track like that and then they make like 200 million. I think people will come out for it. I'm I pretty did. sure, what was it that I had read? Jurassic World uh-huh. or something like that had tracked oh, for yeah. like 100 million and then it broke 200 million. So, like, they don't know what they're talking about. Kids aren't, like, tiny little children who are going to want to see it aren't the ones right. pre ordering their tickets. Yeah. So I, I imagine that the screenplay will do well. Yeah. You know, a lot of the, uh,
1: the Harry Potter diehards because it is, it is written by J.K. Rowling. Well, as we've learned, first, like, kids screenplay. don't really
0: love. Screenplays. No,
1: I don't really think it's going to be kids, though. I yeah. think it's going to be people who grew up with, I think it's going to be like the 25 to 35-year-olds out yeah. there who grew up on Harry Potter. I guess We're there's a wizard,
0: like a wizard war that happened. I don't know. In, w- during World War II, it and that's sense. what like the sequel movies yeah. might work yeah, well, off
1: of? The um, She's everywhere. I mean, the, the Robert Galbraith novels, uh, yeah. Cormoran Strike novels, um, are going to be made into a TV show, so oh. she's all over the place. Look at that. But, I think people will pick up this, this yeah. screenplay. We'll probably get
0: it. Who knows where to put it? I mean, really, it probably should be an adult non-fiction. I keep moving our, we, we have the two sh- copies of, uh, what's it called? Cursed Child. Cursed Child. Yeah. We keep them in our juvenile nonfiction, and they don't check out. So All I move right. them out and display them in the adult section, and they go. Yeah, every time I know. Kids don't really care for like yeah. a 400-page screenplay. Right. <laughs> wow! Imagine seeing this live. <laughs> I'm like, it's I like can't a even. This is too much. <laughs> what <laughs> sort of lighting <laughs> system would they use? Yeah. <laughs> How would you put that many characters does, on screen? It does. It does
1: beg some questions. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Here we Wait, go. Why are you so, digging through your garbage? Well, I realized that I needed the dates on that, and I already threw it away. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you what we have coming out uh, uh, in a couple of months now. Most of these are going to be December, and then Eric's going to update you on what's coming out this very week. So a uh, couple of book shots, got to mention. No. Uh, come and Get Us by James Patterson and Shan Serafin. You know, they're slowly getting away from crediting James Patterson, yeah. because now on these book shots... It says James Patterson bookshots like It's sort of a header, ah, yeah. and it says still says
0: with Shan Seraphim, yep. but it doesn't really. It looks like that's the only author. So interesting. Thing what must it be like that. to like go to bed and pull over your blanket that's made of hundred dollar bills?
1: <laughs> uh, then the other one coming out also December six will be Private Royals. This is book twelve point five in the Private no, series, uh, the Jack Morgan Private series. Royals. Not a fan of this series. Oh, I read the first one. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So, I mm-hmm. don't know. But they are popular. Not as popular as Women's Murder Club, but popular yeah. still. All right. So long, James Patterson. <laughs> now,
0: uh, from Chris Bahalian. What if James Par- Patterson married uh, J.K. Rowling? Man. That that much money. Yeah.
1: Chris Bahalian's the Sleepwalker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, I guess we're going to have get this off on, that. The, on their <laughs> nightstand. January 10th. This is coming out January 10th, so 2017. Chris Bahalian, uh always, always intense. These books, visceral. Yeah. You know, they really mm-hmm. like. They suck you in. We read one for. Uh, I think actually, we were, did we read the guest room. I can't remember.
0: We read one for book club, and it was a hit. You say they suck you in, kind of like my idea for my Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right, so yeah. it's a kid. I couldn't. Stop Maybe it uh, too, 12 so. years old, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. He he's watching Jurassic Park. Guess what? what? His copy of Jurassic Park is magical. It oh, sucks no. him into the movie, right into and the he's movie. in Jurassic Park. Wow! And now he's got to have his own Jurassic Park adventure. So in this the movie. is like your Jurassic Park, Macaulay Culkin's page master. Yes. Okay. Yes. So like the whole movie too. He's like, "This is I gotta get back home." Sure, and they're yes. like, "Yeah, yes, we all do. We're on an island full of dinosaurs." And he's like, "No, <laughs> you don't understand." Yeah. I'm from 2016. Yeah. This is 1993. The talk
1: of this spun out of me mentioning Chris Bahalian. So <laughs> it's a, a pretty obvious transition. From New York Times bestselling author of The Guest Room <laughs> comes a spine-tingling novel of lies, loss, and buried desire, mm-hmm. the mesmerizing story of a wife and mother who vanishes from her bed late one night. This is going to be popular. Hold on. Reading. Yeah.
0: In, in defeating the Velociraptors, oh. <sighs> yeah. he's able to stand up to his local bully. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that's makes it. Sense. Sure. And maybe talk to a girl. He's like, I dealt with raptors! You are you're nothing. Have you read Terry Goodkind? No, I've never read it, but I plan to. I've got Wizard's
1: First Rule. Okay. At home. We we end up getting a lot of these. I don't know. No. Is that is he still popular? I couldn't tell you. Okay. This is the start of a new series. Sister of Darkness, colon, The Nietzsche Chronicles, number one. Mm. Uh, Death's Mid- Wait, Mid- Sister of what? Darkness. Sister of Darkness. Darkness. One time lieutenant <laughs> of the evil Emperor Jegang, known as Death's mit- mistress ah, okay. and the slave queen, Sparrows. the deathly Vichy <laughs> captured Richard Rawl in order to convince him that the Imperial Order stood for the greater good. So I feel like from that, you know whether you want yeah. to read this book yeah, or that's not. True. So I'm, I'm little, the King Pirate I'm Shark, known
0: as Whitefin. <laughs> with that. And so I that, have come to crush <laughs> Castle Valencia.
1: You can read this one January 10th. Yeah. Uh, and then one more large print. Journey's End by Renee Ryan, uh, a Gilded Promise book. Mm. Having grown up on the mean streets of 19th century London, <laughs> Carolyn St. James is used <laughs> to fighting to survive. So when her beloved mother, abandoned and ignored by her wealthy Please family, Jack the Ripper. suddenly Please dies, Jack the, Ripper. the scrappy 22-year-old devises a plan to right this terrible wrong. And stop Jack the Ripper. Team up with Jack the Ripper? No, stop.
0: You don't want to team up with Jack the Ripper. You can't trust him. Maybe
1: you can. Oh, I've been ripped. It's going to be different this time. (laughs) I should have known you'd rip me.
0: That's it for me. So what do you have this very week, my These books are coming out November 1st. Ooh, okay. Very start. The beginning. Uh Uh-huh. The... Yeah. No, we got it. The prime. We understand. All right. (laughs) A Christmas uh, Christmas Message by Ann Perry. Uh, Guess what? The year is 1900, and Victor... Narroway is giving his wife Vespa We're gonna say Vespa It's not oh, Giving okay. his wife Vespa <laughs> An unforgettable Christmas present Okay A trip to Jerusalem Yeah You know it doesn't snow there though buddy No it doesn't And they don't have pine trees Nope Some Christmas uh, <laughs> American Dreamer This is nonfiction. It's My Life in Fashion and Business By Tommy Hilfinger Oh. Ah. And Peter Knobler mm-hmm. So Okay I don't think I've ever worn a Tommy Hilfinger anything Huh Have you? Are you wearing Tommy yeah. Hilfiger right now? No. The I did more when I was a kid. Okay. Really? That's it. Yeah. As a kid? Man, we wouldn't have been friends. I would have been wearing, like, you know, my Pokemon tie-dye yeah. shirt, and you would have been wearing your Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Anyway. I,
1: mean, uh, I was not a preppy kid.
0: Okay. I mean, you're just wearing Tommy Hilfiger. We
1: had to dress up on Wednesdays. We had a, it was like a dress up day. Uh-huh. So we always had to wear a button up shirt. I had some Tommy Hilfiger
0: shirts. Oh, some. That's <laughs> it. That's all. all. Right. Anatomy of a song. The oral history of 45 iconic hits that changed rock, R&B, and pop. I'll be the judge of that, Mark Myers. Hmm. Uh, every great song he has a fascinating backstory. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> all right. I don't really want to get into it. I don't want to see his songs that he's collected. Yeah. By Women Possessed, Ooh. A Life of Eugene O'Neill. Oh, by okay. Arthur Gelb uh-huh. and Barbara Gelb. Couple of Gelbs. <laughs> Nothing like Gelbs. No. Uh, you read much Eugene O'Neill? Uh, no. And you direct Eugene O'Neill? No. No. No, I haven't. What does he direct? Oh, Iceman Cometh, Long Day's Journey tonight Yeah. Isn't he... Uh, the the postman the not the postman the delivery man Death of the salesman. salesman yeah no, that's arthur miller oh okay never mind then <laughs> <laughs> no uh, yeah you you
1: named the big eugene o'neill's i think i mean there's more but all right iceman cometh is a pretty Faithful good one.
0: by alice Hoffman why does that name sound familiar uh yeah i don't know okay but uh, you're oh right. the author I mean, of true. the marriage of os- op- op- opposites and the the dove keepers that doesn't help at all all right barbara get rid of those doves <laughs> no I'm the Dove Keeper! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. Peter O'Toole, the definitive biography by Robert Sellers. I love Peter O'Toole. Do you? I was just listening to... I have
1: an LP of um, Man of La Mancha, the movie, <laughs> with Peter Sellers.
0: Yeah, that's true. Every now also, and
1: then... Also, Zoltar in the Zoltar. disastrous Supergirl movie, Peter oh, O'Toole. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to know the worst thing I've ever seen Peter he's O'Toole He's Lawrence in... of Arabia. Yeah, he's Lawrence of Arabia. Is that... He's many famous things. Wait, he's you're going to say there's O'Toole.
0: something worse than... Supergirl that he was in?
1: Yes. Uh, A Christmas movie based on the life of Thomas Kincaid, the painter of light. Peter O'Toole plays an elderly painter who lives next door, and he's like past his prime. He keeps being like, paint the light, Thomas. Paint the light. (laughs) It's tough to watch. (laughs) It is tough to watch. So if you want to watch Christmas Cottage, folks, who else? Oh, Chris Elliott's in that, too, so you know it's good. Oh, good. And the kid from uh, Gilmore Girls. Chris Elliott? Yeah, Chris Elliott. The kid from Gilmore Girls and Supernatural, Jared, uh, Jared, whatever, Jared okay. Padale- Padalecki, plays Thomas Kincaid. <laughs>
0: Who's, Chris Elliott. Are we You're welcome, about the America. Uh, yeah. From SNL and Cavin Boy? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. He plays like the mayor or something. What? Yeah. I, I would have said probably Groundhog's Day.
0: Sure, yeah. Hey, Cavin Boy. Yeah, I haven't cab- seen him no, in a long Boy. time. It does not hold up. Really? It is okay. no. Dave well, Letterman's in it. That's he plays. Uh, he also plays Robert's brother-in-law in uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, the award goes to Go Daniel on. Steele. the The book is just called The Award, oh, but it's okay. by Daniel Steele. By Daniel. But Steele. she gets the award for being the queen Most of the world books ever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, Living large, Daniel. Have you? Steele. We we talk about her all the time, but. You haven't read a
1: Daniel Steele? No, Steel. I haven't. No. I've seen... Maybe I by saw, accident. I saw a miniseries mm-hmm. about Titanic survivors that was based on Daniel Steele, okay. and it was actually very good. Oh, okay. So.
0: Was called Surviving the Titanic? Because that was it. like a 1930 film. No. Okay. Uh, the lyrics, we talked about this last week, 1961 and 2012. No, we didn't talk... We talked about this a few weeks ago. Oh, Bobby D? This is Bob Dylan's uh, lyrics. They're being put out. Yep. Even though, I don't know... It says, well-known for changing the lyrics to his songs. Uh, he's edited them a dozen songs for this volume. So I don't know if weird it's going to have multiple versions uh-huh. of the songs. But anyway, uh, <laughs> at least now, he's a published author. Yeah, So you can get that in literature. That's right. So I guess the conversation's over. Yeah, I guess He it deserved is. it. Yeah. <laughs> the Wrong Side of Goodbye, a Bosch novel by Michael Conley. Also, <laughs> Harry Bosch just got renewed for another season on Amazon. Congratulations. Going so. out to Titus Wellover. <laughs> Who? Titus Weller plays Bosch on Harry uh-huh. Bosch. The show Bosch. <laughs> Bosch. Okay. Bosch. Stop saying Bosch. Sorry. Hey, good news. Hey. Life and Death, the Twilight reimagined story with the Green Apple. Ugh. The Green Apple version. Yeah, the Green Apple version. Uh, I held out, and it paid off. They're finally releasing it all by itself in paperback. Wow. So. After all this time. No more. For those of you who don't know, it's yeah. a
1: gender-swapped version of Twilight. Yeah. Which is exactly as necessary yeah. as it's it sounds. It's not Bella
0: and Edward. It's. Bo and Edith. Yeah, sure. Ooh, yep. Natural. So Edith is the opposite of Edward, I guess so. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, anyways, oh, oh, it's Bay Bayo Swan and <sighs> Edith Cullen. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, you the hardcover is still the. Two. Yeah, two they, and one.
1: When they originally released it, you could only buy it with, uh, yeah. like, you open one side, it's life and death. You open yeah. the other side, it's, it's just the original Twilight, Twilight yeah. So if you already owned it. It's really cumbersome. Or had three
0: copies in your collection. Right.
1: But we have had people ask, so yeah. it's good. So I'm we'll going to get this now. $10. $10 so sure.
0: All of you who've been begging
1: us yes. to get this. Please,
0: the Granny Smith Twilight. Your
1: is here. If it was called the Granny Smith Twilight, <laughs>
0: I might read it. Sure. Granny Smith is smitten with the new vampires <laughs> moved into town. <laughs> oh. Look at those fangs! (laughs) That's it. I better stop. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Um, (laughs) Double down. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, number eleven. Woo! uh, By Jeff Kinney. Yeah. These books are annual. He can do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah, People
1: love these books. Yeah. I read the first one. Did you like it? No, I didn't really. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it it speaks to its audience, but I don't think it really has much of anything for people outside of that age group. So.
0: I'm not in love with the thing it started where, like, now every kid's book is, like, 50% words and 50% illustrations. Yeah, yeah. Dork dork diaries. Yeah. If I was a kid, I don't For example. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I would feel slightly insulted. Yeah. I don't know. Well I think Anyways. that is
1: supposed to be I mean I guess I would almost consider that more a graphic novel. And it's Yeah, meant, that's it's, harder to it's meant to be the kids' diary, so it makes a little bit more it's sense. True. I mean it's... maybe I wouldn't be ins- I
0: mean, they love it and, and anything. <laughs> I that don't gets appreciate them re-
1: being talked down to, Mom <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right.
0: <laughs> Uh, I know you're going to be excited for this. Shadow of Victory, Honor Harrington number fourteen. Mm. You love your Honor Harrington. You have a poster of Honor Harrington in your in house,
1: house, house, right? Can I tell you though that on Basilisk's, <laughs> I always, I can never do this. Basilisk's Station, uh-huh. the first book in uh-huh. that series, is great. Yeah, I would say. I mean, if you don't want to get sucked into a yeah. long space opera, <laughs> sure, just read that first book as a standalone book because it's very good. Right. Very good. Okay. And then the other ones kind of lost me. There's a few that I liked earlier. Would you on. have, a, would you have asked her out? Honor Harrington? Yeah. Really? I don't think so. Really? No. Too tough. Always has a, a cat with her. I don't,
0: Really? Yeah, oh, okay. Um, hey, here's a book I know hey. you're excited for. All right, Fonzie. What is it? Zane by Zane. The first and only official book from Zane. Global superstar Zane shares a photographic journey of his about... life since leaving One Direction. One Direction? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it called The Story of My Life? No, it's just called Zane. Oh, and the cover is just a Z, like oh. she—he's a Zelda Fitzgerald or something. Mm. Um,
1: he doesn't know he's beautiful. The, the cover so.
0: is so bad. He's like, hey, yeah, are you taking my picture? Yeah, Zane.
1: Yeah, I almost got his solo uh, CD for the collection. Oh, okay, here, but I didn't.
0: Is, was Zane, like the heartthrob. I got. <laughs> I started listening to One Direction late in the game. They're w- I, they're sort of weirdly catchy. I know. And good, but I and, bought know? like. 16 of their songs all at once and all their hits i'm like i gotta buy
1: all of them you you know they're all on freegal the library's download system sure you can download them for free folks on freegal (laughs) freegal i have downloaded a couple
0: all right i don't want to talk about the graphic novels here yet oh okay you want to talk more about one direction (laughs) sure what's your favorite one direction song oh boy (laughs) i don't know yeah uh you know what kept happening i'd be listening to pandora yeah and a song would come on And i like Oh that's a good song What is it And I looked And it was One Direction yeah. And it kept happening Story yeah. of my life came on I'm like Oh yeah. who's this Oh it's One Direction That's what I love about Pandora People are always like Just use Spotify You can read listen
1: Whatever you want <laughs> yeah. But Pandora like actually Suggests things was Based terrible. on other things you like Every I, single helpful. song
0: I know That I like came Ol- on I like Olivia a lot There, there was one song uh, History I'm like This is a great song Who's this by And it was like The tenth one That one I was direction. like Are you kidding yeah. me so mm. now I have a whole bunch of their songs. Yep. Uh, we have a young adult book. This is book three of three in the Firebird series, A Million Worlds of You by Claudia Gray. This, the first book was uh, A Thousand Pieces of You. Mm. And then it was Ten Thousand Skies Above. Or yeah. A Million Worlds with... Uh, sorry. I'm having a... I'm sorry. Right. They're not showing the cover. It's, it was A Thousand Pieces of You. Okay. Anyway, it's the story where, like, parallel realities, and they're traveling from place to place. Mm-hmm. It's the third book. Claudia Gray also wrote some Star Wars books. Bloodlines. Yeah so lost stars yeah also the 20 20- oh sorry not the 25th the 50th anniversary edition of the outsiders comes out november 1st oh you
1: know i've never read the outsiders could, could, i've ma- never seen the movie either what's,
0: what's wrong with you i don't know are you gonna read it it would take you like an hour should i yes okay i just read it again for a book club i did with seventh graders oh, and wow. they all loved it good and i loved it again I was ha- happy to reread it. It actually made me want to reread more of her books again. I'm amazed that you're getting seventh graders to participate in a book club. Yeah, we gotta trick That's them. That's all. You gotta tell them there's gonna be food. Mm. So okay. All right. So we got some graphic novels. Mockingbird, Volume One. I can explain by Chelsea that. Kane. That's why I yeah, mentioned it. I yeah. Mockingbird, the Marvel character who's mm-hmm. also been on Agents of Shield. Yeah. Bobby Morse. So yeah. I think she used to be a criminal, and then she's not. I don't know much about her. In the comics, she's mm-hmm. Hawkeye's ex-wife. Oh. Or ex girlfriend. Anyway, here's some manga. She's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? She was. I don't know if she's still on. She's.
1: Who's the author on that? I just deleted it. Okay. Chelsea or something. Yeah, it's a. It's a. Like a current popular author Mm. doing that. Okay. So. And then she's taken some heat lately from. uh, Just like fans. From her her
0: storylines, I, I don't know. Um, I don't I don't know the whole deal, but yeah. Sometimes you get these novel writers like, look, I can write novel after novel, and yeah. then they come into the comic world and like, no, no, <laughs> thank you, Jody Picoult. Right? Yeah. Um, I, knew, I knew you were gonna call her out. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, no, Mockingbird's not on Agent of Shield in season four, I don't think. But Ghostwriter Ghost Ghost is. Before. But not not uh, Johnny Blaze sure. Ghostwriter. Yeah, uh, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, last ones. We got some manga. One Punch Man, Volume Nine. Is okay. coming out November first. My is that, Hero is that still popular? People still yeah. digging that? Okay. Yeah. Uh everybody's waiting for the second season of the mm, show. Okay. So that's a big thing. My Hero Academia, volume six, another manga that everybody's waiting for the second series of the anime to be released. This one, My Hero Academia, like, I can put on, like, I'll put on anime and, like, half the kids will watch or maybe, like, some will watch and others will go off and do other stuff during our anime club. But I put on My Hero Academia and, like, everybody just stops what they're doing and watches it. Mm. So, and it's great because sometimes there's intense moments and the kids get, like, really into it, like, covering their mouths and getting scared. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, one Piece, Volume 80 and Bleach, Volume 68. So those are two long-running. Yeah. Mangos. Bleach has been around forever. Yeah, I know. It was before. It was like my first college. Mm. 2007. I remember. Wow. It was already like 100 episodes into the anime. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Okay. That's that's what we got coming out. You want to go over the New York Times bestsellers list? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, let's. I'm gonna go down and see if. Um, what's that book called? The one that won <laughs> the man. Oh, the sellout. The sellout. Uh, well, it's not on the bottom. Ten. So let's see if it made it to the top ten. Number ten. Today will be different by Maria Semple. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Home at number nine by Harlan Coben. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Oh, it's back up. The woman in cabin ten. <gasps> Ruth Ware, a travel writer on a cruise. A certain she heard a body thrown overboard. That's but not no the one only would believe her. Back up. I think that body's floating to the surface. Well, we can't we can't see anything. Yes, it's, I can see it. Where I heard, well, I heard where it went off. <laughs> okay. For what I heard it splash. Can you point to where yes, you heard I'm it splash? Yes, I'm pointing now. It's right there. Right there. Right there. 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 <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm not <that> crazy. I <laughs> hope this never
1: goes away. <laughs> I put it on the book club. We're gonna read it in the. You're page, gonna read it next year. Case Turner's book is reading this next year. Cabin so 10, we'll Ten. Plenty of time. All right.
0: Plenty of time with it. What about The Fall? That was a big that That kind of disappeared. That yeah. fell off the list. Oh, nice. What are you going to do uh, like that guy All the off. Light We Cannot See or uh, The Nightingale? We are doing The Nightingale. For uh, Contemporary Classics? Contemporary Classics doing that in January. Nice. Yep. All right. Number seven, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. Mm-hmm. Number six. Oh, it's new this week. The Secret History of Twin Peaks by Mark Frost. I don't... An application... Uh, amplification of the world of the 1990 to 1991 TV series Twin Peaks by the show's co-creator in preparation for new episodes to be aired on Showtime in 2017. What is Twin Peaks? Why do people care about it? People were way into Twin Peaks. It's really eerie. It's... I don't get it. It only had
1: a season? It's a pretty engrossing show. You know, it... it, Is it vampires? Hmm. It's, (laughs) It's, <laughs> well, it's just, it's like eerie. You know, you watch it and it's like, there's nothing that you can really point to that's like, that is a creepy thing that just happened. But just, hmm. the whole atmosphere, it's very like, it sucks you in.
0: All right. There we go. It's Twin Peaks because of two mountains, right? Sure. Okay. Number five, Vince Flynn, Order to Kill by Kyle Mills. Mm-hmm. Because Vince Flynn is long dead, past now. He's dead. You could say past. Past. Past is better than. He's passed on to death. <laughs> uh, number four. The Obsidian Chamber by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. Mm. Uh, yeah, that
1: sounded crazy to me.
0: While the FBI agent, oh man, yeah. Pendergast, is yeah. believed dead, his ward is kidnapped. Mm. To three, Small Great Things by Jodi Picoult. Mm. <gasps> Uh-oh. No, I'll leave her alone here. Number two, three weeks on the list, it's ruined it. Two by Two by Nicholas Sparks. Ah. That's hanging in there, though. That uh, doesn't surprise me. Sparks still got it, man yeah they're already prepping the movie
1: based on this yeah book. sure
0: yeah I don't know who I, the thing is you can never guess who's going to be in the movies because it's always like nobody's mm-hmm. it's not always true yeah you shouldn't say that about James it's Marston very rarely true what the, what was the one in the longest ride maybe one actor in the longest ride Miley Cyrus no that's the last song oh longest ride I don't know what that yeah about. babe that's okay. the one about Sorry. the guy has a cowboy hat <laughs> oh yeah I think I don't know yeah I don't know
1: <laughs> Well, we'll the, learn. The
0: most recent was Safe Haven, right? That was Josh Duhamel and... No. Th- no. The last one, it wasn't even the longest ride. It was, a uh... Gosh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I can't remember the last new We're Nicholas not Sparks experts movie. on this. No, movie we're not. Long. Number one, Escape Clause by John Sanford. Oh, yeah. Virgil Flowers of the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension must oh, I... deal with a the theft... Of tigers from a local... Who is stealing Uh-oh. tigers Uh-oh. from a local zoo? Look out. Tigers have enough problems as it is. Yeah, seriously, they
1: don't need to be stolen. There's
0: like less than 3,000 of them in yeah. the wild. Ugh. Yeah. That's not a lot. That's the point of no return for a species, my friend. How long? What are you doing?
1: I was singing the point of no return by Kansas. Oh, okay. How long? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of instrumentals that you're not sure. hearing. It's like...
0: Uh-huh. remember hey we went to see kansas together we did remember see that? kansas yeah kansas came around to uh,
1: college and we went
0: best of me that one came out in 2014 okay but there was another movie that came out all right well i don't i don't think anyone, the choice ah uh, the, the longest choice. ride was 2015 the choice was 2016 okay. and i couldn't tell you who was in the choice let's okay. let's let's look at these names oh my gosh why are we
1: doing this because we
0: got to see if they're nobody's i don't think so Teresa Palmer and Benjamin Walker.
1: Benjamin Button.
0: Walker. Oh, oh my gosh. What? You want to know who was in the choice as well? Yeah. Mr. Tom Welling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's coming back. He's our erstwhile Clark Kent from the long-running
1: CW yeah. show. Smallville. You
0: know, we this Nicholas Sparks thing isn't really like Notebook came out in 2004. Knights of Verdante mm-hmm. was 2008. And then Dear John was until 2010. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like this annual thing until Yeah you know, after yeah. the lucky one. Who boy. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Who was in the longest ride? I don't know. Do you want to start the segment before? No. Oh, it was Scott Eastwood and Britt Robertson. Oh, Scott East. Oh, and Alan Alda. How do they get these like people? I don't know. I love so, Alan Alda. Who was in the best of me? That was James Marsden. Awful. No, it was James Marsden. talking about It was James Marsden and uh, Michelle Mahan today is a special
1: Halloween book club. Yeah. Eric and I read a couple of the same books together one pet cemetery we've been planning for years years and keep putting it off years. but it's finally happened yeah so we're wait gonna, are we talking about pet cemetery now we're gonna talk about pet cemetery we're gonna talk about dean Koontz frankenstein right uh which so, one are we starting with well why don't we start with frankenstein okay hit it
0: what tell mm-hmm. us a little bit of information about it okay dean coon's frankenstein is by mm-hmm. the author dean coon's and co authored by Kevin J. Anderson. I've read some Kevin J. Anderson. Known for Star Wars books? Yeah, he, writes, uh, he wrote the Jedi Academy trilogy. There you which go. Is good, yeah. good stuff. <laughs> so this was originally supposed to be. Oh, what was the channel? USA Network. <laughs> it was originally going to be a pilot yeah. it, or uh, a pilot movie, a TV movie yeah, in 2004. Mm-hmm. But uh, the project, I guess, they changed things they wanted to do. So Coons left and then it fell through. So he. They made the movie, though. No, I don't think so. No, they did. What? Yeah, yeah. Crikey, but, it, but they never continue.
1: Like it's very much a pilot. Oh, it, there it is. It ends yeah. on the same cliffhanger that the book does. It's not a. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fulfill. It. But Parker Posey's in it, and Adam Goldberg, a couple of decent names. But Vincent Perez. Yeah, but they. Who's Adam Goldberg?
0: Oh, Michael man. Madsen.
1: Wow. I guess they, they were wanting to go in a different direction, and Koontz was like, I don't need this. And so they went off, and they just like, he still had the rights to write it, and they still had the rights to do their movie. Yeah. So the movie actually doesn't say anything about Dean Koontz. It's not hmm. like Dean Koontz Frankenstein. Sure. Then the book went off and did its own thing, and it spawned, yeah. what, six? No, five. six? Five. Five. Okay. Five. That five of the books. That was embarrassing.
0: Yeah, that was embarrassing. All so right.
1: give us a little synopsis. OK.
0: Uh there's a serial killer, dubbed the Surgeon. He's going around town, mm-hmm. surgerizing people yeah. while they're alive. Yeah. He's basically collecting their, the nice parts. He wants yeah. their hands. He wants yeah. their perfect feet. He wants their perfect shins, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know where it stops. Um, how, how do you pronounce the monster's name? Oh, The Dick, Frankenstein's Dick, monster. Dick, I don't know. Dekelion? Dekelion. Yeah, let's
1: say that. All right. That sounds about right.
0: All right. So Dekelion, formerly known as Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Was the monster in the movie in the book Frankenstein? Yeah, so the original Mary yeah. Shelley. This he, is the monster. He's out hanging with some monks, chilling for two hundred yeah. years or whatever. And Doctor Frankenstein is going by a different name now, and I can't remember Victor what Victor or something. something. Uh, he has like a pharmaceutical. Victor Helios. Yeah, a pharmaceutical. He's yeah. he's just chilling in New Orleans. Yeah, being, New Orleans being of being all gross. of all cities. Being weird and yeah. gross. Do you, do you want to ima- I mean, they play him as like a. You know, handsome kind of guy, like yeah. you know, well-to-do and everything. But if I want him to be like large and you know, just like fanning himself yeah. all the time, like this New Orleans heat yeah. is Ooh. too hot for Victor my, Frankenstein. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Jambalaya.
1: <laughs> Sorry. That's um, all I
0: got. Okay. So, and there's two cops, and the cops are uh, trying to find the surgeon. But I, was, the cops, yeah.
1: I just I didn't like them at all.
0: The problem in the story, I think, is that the surgeon is a separate character from another character who's going around killing people. And they get him confused. And so at one point, so once you kind of get to it, you realize the surgeon character is superfluous to the story. Yeah. Isn't important to anybody.
1: Well, I think, again, because it was written as like a TV show, I think there's a lot of things. It was going to be a mystery over a couple episodes. Yeah. So that's like, yeah so that so. that's one of the things that doesn't play so well i felt like even even from the beginning like it just you could just feel it being like this is the prologue then the credits run then we have the detectives i mean it really felt like it was it felt sort of like a, a novelization of mm. a
0: frankenstein huh. movie did you feel that yeah i guess you can say no no i mean Sorry i guess no. i didn't read it that, i didn't see that until you okay. mentioned it all right um I don't know if I liked it or not. I mean, I liked it enough that I would read more. No. But reading it, it was also gross. I know, you hate Dean Koontz. Apparently, I do. Yeah, <laughs> because um,
1: I thought, again, I probably should just read... I'm not going to. But, like, I should probably just read a non-series, just, like, standalone, like, famous Dean Koontz. Like Odd uh, Thomas. Really judge. No, that's Odds against. But I found a lot of the same, like... I just found the
0: writing weak. Like, his... See, I didn't see that. I thought his dialogue and his, like... I guess reading it, I was like, oh, this is just, like, normal threat. Like, I figured it was just as advanced or not as advanced as any book in this type of genre. Like, if I picked up James Patterson's private series, you know? I guess that's fair. You're right. It probably... I think it's a little worse
1: than that. It feels Mm -hmm. a little bit more amateur. But you're right. It's in the same vein where you're you're not
0: expecting, like, beautiful flowing sentences. Right. I mean, I guess I don't like... I don't love reading books like that because, you know, the chapters are... A page and a half to keep you going and everything. Yeah, yeah. But like after a while it's just like, all right, that didn't have anything to do with anything. That yeah. there's there's a character, there's a monster character who's trapped, who's trying to get out. Um mm-hmm. and he's like afraid of getting out. He has like OCD and everything. But every chapter we got to him, I'm like, I'm gonna skip. Just because yeah. it was so repetitive and dull in those chapters, I was like, I can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah, that's so. a real
1: weakness when you get to
0: And uh what do we say? Dekelion is yeah. what we're calling it? Dekelion, yeah. like, he's Not barely in the it. book. <laughs> yeah. I kept waiting. I'm like, where's Dekelion? Yeah. This is the character I want to read about. It's like
1: watching movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe he would have also then slowly been added to the series. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, I guess that's what the ending implies.
0: Yeah. That he's just, I mean, that's the character funeral. I would feel like most people would be picking it up. They right. want to read about the monster. Yeah, you want to read and that. And there he is. Yeah. So it's hard when you've got, like, Dekelion, who's lived all these years and you know this angry monster who's trying to live a life of peace and everything and then you got victor frankenstein who's evil and doing all this other stuff you got and also has lived forever yeah you got those two characters and it's like well time to follow the two beat cops we're just trying to make it as a single mom and they they like each other but they can't really commit to a relationship Mm. because they're partners right it's gonna complicate things it's like no get back to the monster yeah so. Well,
1: again, I, I assume when this was written, they thought, "Well, we'll have plenty of time to explore yeah. that. We need to, we need to establish all the characters." But yeah. you do, you feel like there's sort of a hole in it because, like, you want something different. You mm. don't. I, I, I don't know. I'm surprised that this has the every, audience that it has because I would think you pick up something called Dean Koontz's Frankenstein. You don't yeah. think you're going to read like a procedural
0: every now and then with cops. Um, It switches to other, like, creations he has, like, uh, that are out in the world. Victor Frankenstein's made, like, there's a... There's a priest. Uh, Yeah, his new race. So every time it goes to his uh, wife, Elizabeth, who's, like, version four now, or uh, the priest or stuff like those, I'm interested in, because they're just, you know, they're larger than life. And then it cuts back to the person who's like, how am I going to afford a coffee and cereal for my son? You
1: you want the Frankenstein world. Yeah. You know, you want that, you want to see that... And that's, just that's not the, it, yeah. it's not the focus of this, yeah. you know, it isn't. So, I mean, to have, to bench Frankenstein's monster, mm-hmm. not do much with Victor himself and then right. follow these two, really just sort of every stereotype, I don't know. Yeah, It, yeah. it didn't work for me. Yeah.
0: And I, I put in a lot of hours. And yeah. You know, it's hard, but it's the right. job. Yeah. And my dad. I got my kid at home. I'm trying to solve a crime, but it, maybe it's hitting too close to home. As a <laughs> Halloween book, how did it work for you as a Halloween book? it was fine it, like, it wasn't was, very
1: spooky no it was like i you you're right it's gross
0: it is like gross. the whole like i mean body parts the, and, the body parts thing i'm like okay that's fine yeah. and it's visceral and yeah. i'm like blah yeah. but there's just every now and then just moments they're like look how gross this is now i'm like yeah. whoa. Yeah. i don't want yeah so
1: yeah anyway but you're are you planning to read city of night yeah you are yeah interesting I'm hooked, did, man. did the cliffhanger just no need to see it? no i
0: remember i complained like at the very end it's like oh the book's over now yeah. it doesn't feel like an earned cliffhanger it just feels like oh, i'm gonna write a second one now too. well
1: i mean it does improve once you have once you have dukelly like part of the yeah. story again i mean that that picks it up a little bit but yeah. it happens too late
0: yeah you know so yeah i'm gonna read the second You're one read it. okay
1: so well uh the first one here what, what year did that come out Do you still have that up I just closed it, man. That's all right. Well, I mean, the movie was supposed to be 2004. Yeah, that's true. So, okay. Well, here are the books. Book one is Prodigal Son. Book two, City of Night. Book three, Dead and Alive. Book four, Lost Souls. Book five, The Dead Town. And I think it's over. I mean, that was 2011 was when book five came out. Yeah, it's done. I don't think we'll be revisiting this anymore. All right. What's the we book had around? them all. We were, missing, oh, yeah. uh, we were missing Dead and Alive, yeah. book three. And Jessica, who loves this series, works uh-huh. here at the library, yeah. will be with us for the book club. Oh, mm-hmm. we should mention, while we're talking about this book, Ooh, yeah. Eric and I are going to be discussing this book in the Page Turners book club. Oh, are you going to be gone?
0: I'm going to be at a conference. Nick is going to be discussing
1: <laughs> this book in a I'll book be there club. in spirit. That's good.
0: No, I mean I'll be dead and I'll be haunting the book club. Yeah, okay. As a spirit.
1: Well, that's not great. I mean, I would prefer you not to die.
0: Well, but I'll be haunting. All right. So <laughs> those of you who
1: are not going to the Nyla conference can join me in the book club uh, November second mm-hmm. at three thirty. Angelica yeah. listeners. That was this afternoon. And you missed Sorry. out. Sorry. Sorry yeah. folks. Sorry, folks. Ugh. Um so end of the life you're you're yeah. you're a solid three stars. Yeah. You're gonna check into the next one. Next Halloween? You're gonna you do next Halloween? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I'll revisit this. Okay. You know there's a graphic novel adaptation by Chuck Dixon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know Chuck Dixon? Yeah, I know who he is. Okay, yeah. Anyway,
0: yo yeah, Chuck Dixon, who? Who do you me. think you're talking to? Sorry, what is this amateur Sorry. hour? Well,
1: for the people who don't know, oh yeah, Chuck, Chuck Dixon, Dixon is a comic writer. Yeah, writes a lot of, well, he's done a lot of like Nightwing, Teen Robin. Titans, Robin, yeah, yeah, a lot of. Stuff. <laughs> so there is a two-volume uh, Prodigal Son
0: adaptation in yeah. graphic. Hey, have you ever heard of the series. name uh, Marv we,
1: Wolfman? We don't. Yes, I have. <laughs> we don't have the graphic novels here, but you can find them somewhere How else. How about
0: yeah. Jack Kirby? Mm-hmm. This is this is what it felt like
1: you were doing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I provide more information, not so much for you, yeah. but for our home listeners. Ah, okay. So. You're a regular Danny O'Neill. That happens. Do you know who that is?
0: How dare you?
1: <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, Dean Coots, Frankenstein, five volume set, all available here in the library. Book club meets on the second to talk okay. about it. Next. Yeah. Pet Cemetery. Boy. Yeah. That's that's the Ramones. All right, that's it. Cut it. Good. We
0: got it. Well, but- I don't want to live my life again. Okay. That's the important part. That's the sad part. Let me tell you this. I that would, was the Ramones. OK.
1: I would never have read Pet Cemetery if
0: not for you. If not for me. And I hey, like Stephen King. If not for you, yeah. I wouldn't have just listed off a whole bunch of comic book creators for our listeners. Yeah, thank you. So. Oh, that was for our listeners. Oh, because I was personally
1: insulted. <laughs> okay. She thought that I didn't know that. All right. Pet Cemetery. So why? let me ask you this. Why do you want? Why did you want to read Pet Cemetery?
0: Well, to be fair, here's what happened. Yeah. As a kid, I watched the Treehouse of Horror Simpsons episode. Okay. Treehouse of Horror episode three. Okay. It was a zombie episode. Mm-hmm. And I remember it for my whole life, having been a Pet Cemetery episode. Okay. I'm like, Someday I'm going to read that actual book. Yeah. And so what I thought Pet Cemetery was about was not what it's about because in that episode, Lisa wants to bring her dead cat back to life. Okay. But she accidentally like she casts a spell, but it accidentally is on the Human cemetery. so okay. all like zombies come out and everything. And I thought like a bunch of animals and people are just gonna start coming out as zombies. Hmm. I thought people are gonna come out of the work, work. I okay. thought it was gonna be like a zombie story. So,
1: but that's why you wanted to read Pet Cemetery, yeah, because of that Simpsons episode, yeah. Okay, and then we put that it I off, haven't
0: seen since like nineteen ninety four. We
1: put it off one year to read The Shining. Gosh, yeah. And then was, we put it off the next year to read Doctor Sleep. Yep. And then last year we put it off because the book club Salem's was already Lot. reading Salem's Lot. Yeah. Which is referenced in Pet Cemetery. Sure is. Uh, and so this year we finally did it. Not for the book club, just you and me, mano mm-hmm. y mano, yeah. reading Pet Cemetery together. Yeah. So Pet Cemetery came out in 1984, was nominated for a World Fantasy Award when Ooh. it came out. That's right. Sorry, it came out in 83. Wow. Uh, and it was adapted into an 18, 1989 film. Yeah. And the film also got a sequel, not based yeah. on the Stephen King book. No. So. <laughs> wow. Um,. Sam's Lot, by the way, has a yeah. 2004
0: movie. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. TV movie, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, they did anyway. the same
1: thing with The Shining. They had, like, the, yeah. the original, and then. Um, so, Pet Cemetery basically follows a man. He's a doctor, which sure. played almost no role in the book, which I thought would be a little bit more important. Sometimes. He's a doctor. Yeah. He moves his family to a new town to take this uh, position in as an like on campus
0: doctor yeah. at a college. I wish. Do you ever wish, like, Stephen King would just open up an atlas? Yeah. You're like else. oh, yeah. 50 whole states. 50, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. so the beloved pet cat church, church is killed. Named after
0: Winston Churchill
1: and he's sort of pushed to bury it in a certain place by his elderly neighbor. A pet cemetery. A pet cemetery. <laughs> and lo and behold, the next day who should come back? Church. But church. Yeah. And then it sort of takes a hold on the characters, and this Pet cemetery sort of becomes an obsession, and they sort of. We might have to
0: spoil this. Do you think? I think so. Well, not yet. Okay, Not yet. All right.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think you can pretty much figure out what happens. But basically, uh, it becomes this uh, obsession where they they know that they shouldn't be messing with it, but it kind of pulls at them. Yeah. Uh, Like many Stephen King books, it starts just normal it Uh starts like this is just a novel about a family moving to maine and the dad's a doctor
0: and the husband and wife don't get along so well and she's kind of shrill and Mm -hmm. irritating yeah yeah she had a line that uh not there's nothing natural about death and i'm like i hate you well to be fair she grows as a character yeah yeah, she does like gets over all that stuff whereas he she has a much better nose dives
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's true it's true, yeah. She wants to hide everything from the kids, doesn't want them yeah. to see the realities of the uh, world and everything. I think she would he have recovered. with that
0: so much. I think she would have recovered from the family tragedy that happens throughout the f- book. Yeah, she probably if would. If not for the husband. Yeah, so Rachel, the wife, um, does have a good
1: arc. That's true, she has a good story no. arc. Uh, Lewis is kind of, a, I don't know, would you say a strong character?
0: Lewis? Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's fine. A, yeah, he's, he's kind of a nothing. Yeah. Here's the, Stephen King, it's weird when he writes about emotions because mm-hmm. they're also like big and mushy and hard to like i don't know he had, mm. i don't know sometimes it feels like he doesn't show it through actions he's just like he loved him more than anything but then like we never actually see that character loving that That's true person more That's than anything true.
1: that was definitely true in this book did, and i, f- I
0: felt that. that like in in salem's lot the, between the the two kids we were following and how yeah. and like you know at one point he's like i love you and i'm like oh yeah that was quick yeah surprising i I don't know yeah uh
1: i thought this was just fine i guess at the end of the day i thought it was like a three star yeah okay
0: that's because it's kind of dull for a lot of times
1: well that's that's what i was i was starting to say uh, in Stephen King novels, often you are you're enjoying following the the story, and you know it's going to take a turn, right. and you hope it doesn't take the turn. Even though you know it's going to, yeah. and that's what it was like for me in this. I was like, "Ah, oh, gross!" I guess I kept waiting for the stuff turn going to start happening. Uh, I I thought it was pretty. I mean, it was a little dull at times, but yeah. I thought it was pretty well paced. Yeah, because you couldn't take too much of the uh, the, the kid resolution.
0: who gets run over by a car at the beginning yeah, of the books. the no, the college kid mm-hmm. that on the skateboard or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, in the movie, he plays like a huge role, I guess. Does he? I think he replaces uh, his neighbor mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So
1: I thought the stuff with um, Rachel's sister Zelda, she had a whole thing where the, yeah. the wife had a dying sister as a child, and yeah. and it sort of tore their family apart and left mm-hmm. her a lot of psychological scars. I thought that was a good backdrop to have for mm-hmm. her and why she was such a yeah. unpleasant character to start with yeah. um i guess we don't have to spoil it no i guess at the end of the day i would just say that i didn't find it it wasn't so much scary but it was just disturbing and yeah upsetting. well also you're also. a
0: father true so yeah, that, that i wouldn't want to end that does make it i mean worse. how old i mean same like, age. the kid is like the same age yes. as your son yeah, so that's true. yeah
1: <laughs> it was definitely a creepy like yeah. that that yeah. aspect of it was creepy yeah. i would say overall it wasn't a scary book
0: would you agree? Yeah. You find it no, scary? I mean, I read mine at, I read it at night. Oh, okay. As opposed to you. You read yours, like, outside in the day, yeah. surrounded by a crowd. Is that right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I read mine no, in bed not, at night. Not quite. Not right. quite. But you weren't reading it at night. I did actually, no,
1: I did sort of stop reading it at night. When I finished it, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, within spitting distance of finishing it, I was like, I'm just going to do this. So I did actually finish it. Okay. At night.
0: There were a few times glasses. when I'd be reading it and I'm like, oh. Mainly when that, uh, the kid who went fell into er and yeah. the ghost kept showing up i yeah. was like ah, yeah maybe there's a ghost in my house yeah. there wasn't it was just two dogs actually i think that night was the night my dog barked at our new dog mm. like at 3 a.m and yeah. i woke up like oh god no <laughs> not yet lord so.
1: <laughs> this is i don't i guess maybe i would say this might be my least favorite ah. Stephen king book that no Mr. Mercedes. No, Mr. end of watch. End <laughs> of watch is
0: definitely my least favorite All Stephen right. King. But of the classic Ow.
1: Stephen King. Yeah. I, don't
0: I I'd say I like Pet Sematary more than I like The Shining. You did. I okay. just didn't like The Shining, man. I know you didn't. They're just long and dull for me. I understand. Um, so. This moved quicker, I, don't I felt know. like, even I, I said of, it was boring. Uh, I don't know. I Come might on. prefer it to Salem's Lot. <laughs> Pet Sematary? Yeah. No, Salem's Lot's my favorite. Feels yeah,
1: I know. I found that one dull. I found that one a really long haul. You are crazy. That's because you don't
0: like vampires, man. I guess that's true. <laughs> you only like zombie children. No, I don't like that. You love them. No, I don't. All right. You're would you, if your dog Arbuckle. Yeah. No, maybe that's not. He's, he's yeah. been kind of annoying you lately. <laughs> if your cat Fry, all right, if your cat yeah, Fry was run specific. over by a car. Oh, geez. Would you, would you bury him in the pet cemetery? No. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with the pet cemetery. Do you think Church would have been okay if not for all the other stuff? His cat. You think he would have just lived a very... Well,
1: you know, that's interesting. Church, so Church comes back after you know, the Pet cemetery. Just kind of
0: seems like a, just a cat. Yeah, like, I know normal, mean cats yeah, like yeah. that. It's just
1: kind of a, but they never really tried anything either. Like, yeah. I thought they were just sort of mean to Church for no reason yeah. after that. Yeah. that well, didn't they didn't really like it. It was and smelly. Yeah, that didn't really track so
0: well for me. Yeah. With Church. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it, really it was...
0: At the end, though, when he's like part of it. Yeah. He's like hanging out there. Yeah. I'm also now a serial killer cat. Meow. Yeah. (laughs) Murder. Meow. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I I think maybe you liked him more than I did. That's true. I guess it's funny. We have like opposite tastes when it comes to Stephen King. Mm. We like the different things. Would you recommend Pet Cemetery to someone? Sure. Like for a Halloween read? Yeah. I don't think I would. No. I didn't hate (laughs) it. Okay. I didn't hate it. I'd also recommend Salem's Lot, though yeah I would so. probably recommend Salem's lot over this one okay because I think even though I like this one I was never bored with mm-hmm. you know, I was a little bored with Salem's lot. I don't get it time to time. I don't get you with Salem's lot. I just wanted it to move faster. Salem's lot, I think also but that was the
0: thing. It was like a slow like watch how they slowly take over this town. yeah vampires the bad but news. That's,
1: this is another this is another difference that we have uh-huh. because you prefer teams and I prefer solitary characters. That's true. So. I do like
0: I do like a uh, what do we call them? Boy, can't remember teams. an ensemble.
1: Yeah, an ensemble. And uh, Salem's Lot is definitely an ensemble. An ensemble. Yeah. You have a, you have, and for me, sometimes it was borderline too much. I was like, what's hmm. this? Matt, Mike. Well, Mark?
0: I guess I just realized, like, oh yeah, Matt and Mark. What a yeah, no the thing. Whole time Stephen King. Like, that's who. one oh one. We don't name characters with the same starting similar. letter.
1: Yeah very similar but Matt that's that's the difference because this Pat. is this and the shining really yeah i mean you're really following like one yeah. main character yeah. where salem's lot is is this big ensemble so that's probably just a personal preference maybe difference there
0: Fair. but dr sleep was like the x-men yeah it's true so
1: yeah i have no interest to watch the
0: movie salem's lot no it'd be gross Oh, I, I mean Pet Cemetery. All right, that's what I meant. Yes, okay. Pet Cemetery would be gross. Yeah. Here's the thing. He, keeps, I didn't like, he kept mentioning the Ramones' Hey Ho, oh, Let's Go yeah. song, but I didn't get why. It just, like, now it we're, came up quite a bit. Yeah, but he just kept saying, like, hey ho, let's go. I'm like, why, why are you singing that, though?
1: That's not, that's not altogether uncommon. He tends okay. to make, I mean, the, um, Dr. Sleep had a
0: lot of Beatles talk yeah uh, different things it just seemed like this yeah like this book he was like throwing something in a dartboard and like today's artist will quote a lot is the ramones it, i mean i
1: don't know the answer to that it yeah. wouldn't surprise me if it was just like he was into the ramones at that time
0: i do thing, just... love and i don't i don't think ramones fans love the song but i love the song pet, pet cemetery. cemetery it's so good yeah he's just like yeah just doesn't want to live this life again mm-hmm. that's all all right let's move on. Yeah. You okay? Right, so yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You two you, too, you too spooked? No, no. I so was you just, I was
1: trying to figure out what, what Pet Cemetery Two could probably be possibly be about.
0: Well it's not the same characters. I looked it up. Oh, it's uh, totally different characters. Yeah, it's new characters moving in town and hanging out and being bullied It's younger the, kids. None of the same uh, at one scene in the movie, they're at a campfire telling scary stories, and one of them is about the family in the first Pet Cemetery. Okay. So, but you never meet them. Right. It it gets used a lot. Like in the book Pet Cemetery, it gets used what? Twice, and then at the very, very end? What? The actual pet cemetery. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. But in the, in the second one, it's like every five minutes somebody's being buried in the pet cemetery oh. to okay. live their life again. Yeah. But you know what? The Ramones don't want that. They don't want it. All right. No, no, no. Um, no, I wouldn't watch the movie. No. I, I, there's never like a Stephen King I Maybe I'd watch Salem's Lot. vampires are so bloody. Yeah. It's easier to read about them. True. So. It's true.
1: Well, I still like Bag of Bones.
0: Oh, Should but I also like Blade. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's vampires. That's
1: vampires <laughs> and bloody, as yeah. you mentioned earlier in the sure episode. Sure is.
0: In the first scene of the first movie, he goes into a vampire rave, uh-huh. and, they're, and they're all like raving, and the sprinklers are blood, Yeah. and that's what they're that's raving gross. in. And then he shows up, and he's we like, like party's over, and he no. like chops them all up. And his, At one point in the movie, his sunglasses come off, but guess sure. what? But. He puts them back on, and he's ready for action. Yeah, he
1: is. <laughs> favorite Halloween read of this year? Of this year? Yeah.
0: Jeez. Pet so, cemetery. was so weird. All
1: right, I'm gonna have to go with nightmares. The lost lullaby. <laughs> I like that better. You're a
0: child. Yeah. No, I'm Me? kidding. That's
1: so rude. Yeah. I read a billion uh, Ch- child children ones. Yeah. Children's. What was your favorite one of those? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Little blue trucks Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. He likes those a lot in the critter books. Classic. All right. Classic stuff. All right, we gotta close this out. We're gonna keep long? talking about. Critters, uh, Halloween children's books. Sure, critter? no, that's I it. All right. all right, so um, I guess that's it. Yeah, for Halloween. Yeah, this is the end of our. This is our, the end of Halloween 2016. No, no you still have more time. <laughs> that's true. To to make all your Halloween delights oh, come true. All time. So, so. yeah, old man Logan. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk book news. And sorry, library news. Library news. What is is you different you coming than book up? News, man. What are
0: we? November starting. You've
1: got your movie.
0: Yeah, we're showing. Thank you. We're showing. Uh, alice through the looking glass november 4th at three thirty. are you gonna watch it ever oh, f- like do you have any interest in no seeing this? we got somebody okay. else showing that film yeah i'm just pretty i get producer credit oh, okay. on this program that's cool um no though you know what's i say no but i am more interested in watching this movie than i am the first one because I, I still know. haven't seen mm. the tim burton else. in the whatever i'm sorry i'm tired but this one i am kind of interested and maybe because the marketing was so weird and effective and pink was singing uh uh, white rabbit Mm. by jefferson airplane Mm -hmm. so that was cool i want to see it okay i'll probably see it sometime there we go uh
1: i've got some stuff well no you don't we do yes you do we've got the the book club to discuss Frankenstein, yeah, which is on uh, Wednesday the 2nd at 3.30. You're welcome mm-hmm. to join us for that. Uh-huh. Book Club after that is going to read In the Bleak Midwinter by Julia Spencer Fleming. Okay. Contemporary Classics is currently reading Patchwork Planet by Ann Tyler, so please join us for any of those. Uh, Thursday the 3rd at 7 o'clock, we have one of our favorite bands coming back to the auditorium. This is, I want to say their fourth year, possibly their fifth. Coming back, Creek Bend Band. So okay, yeah. They do a mix of... of Bluegrass, of gospel, of swing—they're—they're they're all over the place just in that sort of wheelhouse, and they're just good. I mean, they're um, really talented with the instruments that they play. Just—it's amazing to watch. Right. But also, they just have a good show. I mean, they're funny. They talk to the crowd. It's—it's it's, uh, the the whole thing. is just—it's a good package. We love to have them, and right. uh, so far the audience have really enjoyed them too. So, hope you'll come to that on the third. Uh, next week, we have uh, some good stuff. We have a lecture. By Dr. Vanya Rauher from Cornell Ornithology Lab. He's going to be talking about na- natural history collections as well as our own bird egg collection, which has been here in the library for know, at least 50 years. Right. A long time. Uh, so that's going to be Tuesday, November 8th at 7 o'clock in the Monday Club Room on the main floor. Okay. So join us for that. That's it for me. You've right. got all your usual stuff. Yeah. Anime club. Yeah. Teen Card games. Club. Teen Card games on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> you seem thrilled.
0: Sorry, I'm just tired. I was up all night playing a game called Prison Architect. Well, whose fault is that? Well, mine. Yeah, I took in—I took too many inmates in, and with not enough cells, and so yeah. I was having to build cells. But when you build that, you have to build infirmaries because you don't have enough cells, so the, you get a riot, and then everybody's hurt. Mm-hmm. You have to build a morgue. You got to build a staff room. Yeah. You got to hire a warden. Too much. It's too much, man. Too much. Though I make a pretty mean rec room. I bet you do. So there, and they—I I have. AA meetings in there for them so they can help recover from there. Yeah, Oh,
1: just like Stephen King's Dr. Just like Stephen King's Dr.
0: Sleep. Sleep. All right, well, you can always contact us on Twitter at All The Book
1: Show, at Facebook, David A. Howe Public Library. You can email us at wellsville at SCLS.org. We love to hear from you. We want to hear uh, suggestions on what you want us to cover, uh, whether it's author spotlights, different topics. Please let us know. You can follow us. uh, Is next week Veterans Day? Veterans Day is November 11th. Okay, so two weeks. Yeah, so we will, we will be doing a, a spotlight on fiction and nonfiction dealing with the veterans and war, and that the sort best of thing. we can. So the best we can. Not read yeah, we'll talk too about much. The, the ones we want. Yeah. We'll we'll cover some lists of, of the best. Uh, yeah, that one was requested fiction. by a uh, listener. We'll uh, we'll talk about the show Mash. Not really. We You'll have to. We probably won't. You'll have to. Be we the probably one. won't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we you could talk could, about Scrubs. Can, yeah, we can talk about Scrubs. Well,
0: because... Because
1: it's sort of like MASH. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Too far away. Uh, remember, you can rate us on iTunes. We like good, positive ratings.
0: <laughs> I like honest ratings. You, okay. Honest ratings I well. don't like mean ratings. You can,
1: you can find the episodes on YouTube, Revenge SoundCloud, ratings, iTunes, <laughs> all over the place. So yeah. tune in, catch up on our old Halloween episodes, tell your
0: friends, and I guess that's it. I mean, tell your family, too. Yeah. Unless you don't speak with your family yeah. anymore. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe this will be a good bridge. Yeah. To get back in their life. Hey, I know we haven't
0: talked a lot lately. you got but... to try this podcast yeah. out. That'd be great. Bringing yeah. families together since yeah.
1: 2015. Yeah. All the books. Sure. All <laughs> right. Well, I'd like to thank our special guest, yeah. No One. Oh, and, wow. Uh, Harsh. I'm right yeah. here. Oh, no, you're not a special guest. You're a special co-host. I, I could be dead tomorrow.
0: Every day I'm here. What? Every day I'm yeah, here. But your
1: status is host, except for that time briefly when you oh, left yeah. the show. Yeah. And you became a special guest.
0: You know, at this point, we used to make fun of all, uh, all the talk we did about Joyce Carol Oates. But yeah. at this point, I feel like James Patterson is becoming our co-host. We it's talk true. about him so yeah. much. Either we need to reel it it's back like or we need to extend room. him a title.
1: If we could change the podcast to James Patterson's All the Books, oh, we would have word. listeners in the millions. It would be great. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah. And he's all about merch. Yeah, he I is. Mean? Yeah, so let's, let's call yeah. it up. I'd, yeah. I would take a James Patterson sponsorship. Yeah. We'd have to go
0: through all our old episodes and listen for really good catchphrases that could go on a T-shirt. Yeah, we like, would. Uh, we would. Uh, all pickles, our pickles a hamburgers bookmark. Our segments would have to be like 28 seconds long. That's just like true. His yeah, short chapters. Yep. Everyone. New segment. New segment. New segment. <laughs>
1: new segment. You'd be on the edge of your this seat. This is post. great. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, also,
0: it would have to be hosted by other people who aren't you and me. Yeah. It would have to be co-hosted by others. Yeah. And come in. Yep. So like, yep. oh, is this one with Eric? We'll, we'll, we'll be here. It'll be yeah. like Nick Gunning with
1: Sean Phillips and then but, he'll talk and i'll be like yep that's right i said that too and then that's it that's <laughs> all you heard Sean
0: Phillips a singer
1: i made that up i don't think you did man oh, maybe he's a singer yeah sure he can Great. come on <laughs> sure why not all right that's it i'm cutting this out